Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kyles along with our engineer Kyle, our producer now executive producer T-Bone, uh, guest in the studio Mandy. Hi Mandy! Hi! Good to have you with us. And of course our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host Dan Doc Hathaway, our barbecue resident doctor, who by the way was just in Oklahoma and we'll be talking about that in just a few minutes. But we got coming up Annie Groneman, one of our few second-time guests. And when you listen to him, you'll know why. Tremendous guest. Uh, he's got Smoke on Wheels, and it's a company that produces award-winning barbecue marinades, barbecue and outdoor cooking. He's got classes, team building, charity support through barbecue, all kinds of stuff. And Andy has like a gazillion trophies. I mean, literally hundreds of trophies. A gazillion. A gazillion. It's a real number. It is a real number. Thank you here okay. on Barbecue Radio nation wow he must be really old no he's he's really that good i was gonna say isn't he younger than all of us no he's not younger than me oh well okay (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna be talking to a guy youthful dan um about somewhat youthful somewhat youthful something i'm kind of excited to talk about because the rise of barbecue in the united states it's just exploding it's just going crazy well it has been for the last uh, 15 years 15 or so. okay I, mean, I was thinking about it today i was thinking 10 years well, I mean, but 15 10 year, might sound for right sure, you know t- 10 years for sure but really you know if you look back but even before uh like well what i call the real jump off point which was when pit masters got really popular okay. it was really like bobby flay and even guy fieri was doing oh, stuff yeah. with barbecue before then oh, so yeah. barbecue has really been it's been on an incline for a Quite, quite a, a long, quite a long time, and good for me because I got a job out of it. Well, so, cool. and, and for us eaters, we, we we will keep that trend going. Well, bad for your car interior, though. <laughs> very bad, <laughs> very bad. I'm I'm just gonna need to be like a, take a big sheet over what might me when I eat in my car because yeah. I just got a new shirt and I'm like, oh, oh please don't don't. I, no. I, was, I was at Harbor Freight the other day and bought some tarps. So I could bring you a tarp. We Ooh. can just tarp the inside of your car. Uh, make it make it the big size. Oh no, it's an eight by eight. You'll be plenty fine. So before we talk to Dan about uh, his ongoings down in Oklahoma because he was down there for a contest, and I'm excited to talk about it. Quick little note to you guys is what is something you should never tell? What should you never say to a procrastinator? What do you think? Wait. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about. We don't need that right now. Okay, so taxes are normally due April fifteenth. Right. And because of COVID and everything, they mm-hmm. said, no, May 17th. And so last weekend I go, huh, I wonder if I should start on that, you know? Uh, yeah. And now we're getting into May and I'm like, maybe I should start on that. So oh, wait, you got time. I, mean, I got time. How much money do you make, money bags? No, it's just, 
Okay, when you're self-employed, rich and you guy have, over here. Yeah, yeah. When you're self-employed, you have receipts all over the house. Okay, well, that's it's very funny. difficult. Dave has several revenue streams. Well, he used to. Uh, yes, I know. It's Before like, COVID, it's like under my toaster. Oh, there's a receipt. I can use that for a write-off. Okay. Write off, yeah. So anyway, so last weekend, you or weekend ago, I get confused. Yeah. You were down in Oklahoma. Whereabouts? So we were in Enid, Oklahoma. Where is that? That's Enid, in Oklahoma City. It's west of Tulsa, north of Oklahoma City. Okay. Yeah, it's uh. It's actually a really cool little town, about 50,000 people. They've got an Air Force base, a college, the whole thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they put on this great contest down there. And it was actually the first time that I went down there. I went uh, with a couple friends. We started our own team. We kind of branched off from the wives and went down there and had a good time and cooked. We actually did We did pretty well for the first time cooking. Very nice. Together. Yeah. What, did you, so, what all did you cook? You did all four categories? Yeah, so we did chicken, ribs, pork butts, and briskets, and uh, everything turned out great, except, man, uh, if you overcook the ribs and you can't slice them because they're falling apart, that's not what the judges Ouch. are looking for. Yeah. Ouch. And so it really, it really but put But you still have to submit it, right? Yeah, we sure did. And we, we made it the best that we could, and they weren't that bad. But when it comes, when you're cooking against- some At that of the, high level. At the, yeah. some of the best you know, guys out of Texas and Oklahoma, which Oklahoma, if-, if if you're going down there to cook, you better be on your A game because those Okies, they can, they can cook. <laughs> they, they, they got the serious barbecue yeah, but, thing going on. Yeah, but we had a lot of fun and, and I'm glad we went. Very cool. Hey, uh, question, Dan. Shoot. So on the ribs, what hurt you more? Was, the, was it the presentation or the taste? No, it was actually the tenderness. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so presentation isn't weighted as much as taste and tenderness. And our taste was good. It wasn't great. But if they bite into something, it's a little mushy just from the psychology standpoint of it, it's going to have off flavors or something. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. a, it just makes it bad all around. Now, Immediately they're thinking, what have I put in my no, mouth? No, they think, they think <laughs> what, what is wrong with this instead of, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's a bad deal. Now was the judging down there. Is it just one score for like your ribs or do they have s- several categories like appearance? Yeah, it's, it's appearance, taste and tenderness. And then, then, when the judges do that, so they rank each one, but mm-hmm. then then is there an overall score or do they combine yeah, so, it? So there's six judges on the table and each judge will give you a score and it's uh you know, they they start at six and go up to nine for like perfect and then it, they accumulate all that and at the end of the you know, you get a fi- a, a score at the end. Our final score in ribs was like a one fifty eight. The best you can do is a one eighty, so it was pretty bad. Well, I don't know. I, T-Bone and I would be eating them and then, and then Mandy would steal the rest of them. So I, uh, so I think you did pretty good for your first time out, buddy. Don't, don't be so hard on yourself. Well, you know, I'm better. We're better than that. Well, did, did you decide to go again though and do it? Oh yeah. We already, we're already going to get shirts made right. and, and everything else. Very we're, good. What's your team name, by the it's way? It's called Gleaming the Q, which is a play off of an old uh, skateboard movie, movie from the eighties. Okay. Yeah. And so it, if you look it up, Gleaming the Cube, or the, the movie is actually called Gleaming the Cube. It has had Christian Slater in it. Okay? Oh, my it's gosh. It's a real random movie. Anyway, so what the, the definition of Gleaming the Cube means is to find um, positive in tremendous failure. Okay. Like, <laughs> so, your, like your ribs. Like our ribs. Like so, your ribs. It so, actually, okay. It actually, it actually fit really well for our barbecue team name. Next week, it'll be brisket. Okay. Right. <laughs> So it's time now for Ask Dr. Dan, our barbecue fix-a-man sponsored by our May Barbecue Sauce of the Month. We got a brand new sponsor, Tim and Todd's Excellent Barbecue Sauce. Speaking of old movie titles, uh, it's only $5.99, named Best Sauce on the Planet at the 2010 American Royal Barbecue Contest. You can't do better than that, which, of course, you can purchase at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. T-Bone, what do you got for us? Okay, I got to open this up and say who this question came from. 
Teresa Terry Adley Harris. <laughs> hyphens or no hyphens? No, no hyphens. Oh. It's How just, many times has Teresa been married? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> Dear Dr. Dan, I have a half gas, half charcoal grill. Can I put the chips in the charcoal side and use the propane side to keep the temperature constant? If it'll work, absolutely. They, you know. <laughs> I mean, did you like the pause we had there Boy, I mean, from I, our bar review fix it, well, man? No, I, I, I'm, I'm going back to the time where my wife and I, we bought our first gas grill. And I was like, I'm going to take this thing apart and I'm going to make it a smoker. Oh, that's funny. And that's exactly what I did to <laughs> That's funny. She was so mad at me. She's like, why would you do that? And I was like, well, it's just because I was bored. <laughs> and I, so I, I mean, yeah, you can absolutely do that. There's a lot of cookers that run that way. And you can just fire it up, use the propane for the heat and maybe start a little fire with a couple briquettes, put your chips on there. And yeah, if it works, uh, let us know. Send some pictures. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, that was like really like I was like, are you really? <laughs> I, I, and I just want to compliment our question people because every week our questions get a little better, a little better. And and when you have Dan do that pregnant pause because he's not sure how to come back with it, that's a good question. Well, I just I just I, it made me think about me on the back deck unscrewing the burners out of this cooker and Jackie coming out going, what are you doing to my cooker? I can just see the divorce proceedings. So why, why do you want to divorce? He messed with the cooker. Well, yeah. <laughs> And the judge is going, wait a minute, was it gas and charcoal? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, if it was, you know, it's gas, you know, it's okay. So she gets the house. Move on. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, then the judge is like, so did it work? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to send Teresa a bottle of our May barbecue sauce of the month. Tim and Todd's excellent barbecue sauce. Again, only $5.99 tomato-based, sweet hints of vinegar, molasses, and a special blend of spices makes this sauce one you do not want to pass up. And you can get it at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. And if you want to give us a question, you can do that at our Facebook page at BBQ Radio Nation or Dr. Dan at BBQ Radio Nation. Now, coming up, very excited, our guest, reserve grand champion at the American Royal Barbecue along with hundreds, literally hundreds of other awards. Annie Groneman, who, by the way, is a friend of a friend of mine, so I'm trying to sound famous here. And he's going to be coming on next. Annie Groneman right next here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. 
Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kias along with Dan Hathaway. And this week's guest is Andy Gronerman. Andy has been part of the competition barbecue world for over 23 years, a second generation cook, and has hundreds, and I do mean hundreds of different awards. Check him out on Smoke on Wheels, his barbecue team. In fact, if you go to Facebook, just type in Smoke on Wheels or on Instagram at SOWBBQ, which stands for Smoke on Wheels Barbecue. Andy Gronerman, welcome back to the show, buddy. How you doing? Hey, thanks. Doing great. Doing great. So, Dan, I'm going to give Dan credit to Dan because oh, this, this thank is you. This thanks, is his, this was his idea, and I, it's a marvelous idea. Um, of course, May is barbecue month. Everybody, let's celebrate! That- Yay! Don't forget Woo. in June. Hey, June, everybody, it's barbecue month. Yay! Every- <laughs> <laughs> it's December. What month isn't barbecue uh, it's month? It's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, you know, Dan was talking about that you make an outstanding brisket, right, Dan? Probably one of the best I've ever had. Best he's ever had. And, you know, part of our show is for the beginner, the intermediate, and the advanced. And what I would like to do, if you don't mind, taking your vast knowledge and all the awards you have, and kind of like for the backyard barbecuers, as T-Bone pointed out last week, trying to be the king of the cul-de-sac, can you start us from the very beginning? I mean, whether it's going to the butcher store or the uh, grocery store, just start us from the beginning and, and, and the rubs, everything. If, if you don't mind doing that, we would love this. Yeah, sure. We can just kind of start right at the store, right? So if, for me, you want to get a whole packer brisket. So if you're shopping at the grocery store, you'll see multiple options. Sometimes you've got this packer or whole brisket, which has the point and the flat the two muscles that make up a brisket together. You might find just a brisket flat, which is the fat cap and the flat only. And then you have what's called a trimmed brisket, which is over in the case. It's usually like folded up on a piece of styrofoam. Uh, You know, that's what we call Bubby's brisket. That's like the Sunday, you know, you got done with church and went to grandma's and had that dried out, you know, thing on the table. Sometimes that's, that one. So we stay away from those and we go for that whole packer brisket. I like to start with the biggest one I can get my hands on. Uh, so a nice thick flat uh, and, and a nice point on the end. It's probably between 16 and 20 pounds. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah. So, so we want to get nice and big on it. Uh, and then from there, it's really looking at it to see, does it have fat? Uh, inside the the muscle fibers, do I see some of that nice white in inside the red, so that I I know that that's the fat that's going to actually melt and add flavor and moisture to the meat. So I look for that. Uh, I want it to have a little flop to it. If that thing is really stiff, and you know you pick it up and it it doesn't really bend at all, you know that's typically not a good sign either. I want loose fat and a loose muscle structure that's going to 
help lend to the tenderness you want later on in the cook. Now, now, Andy, uh, but, let me interrupt for a second. Now, if you're, let's say you go to the grocery store. Do you usually just walk up to the butcher and, and find the oldest person there that maybe knows what they're doing and, 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 and ask for them specifically? Is that a, a good way? Yeah, to tackle I mean, it? that's a, that's a great way to tackle it. If you're going to the grocery store, go find the meat manager, go find the butcher. A lot of grocery stores don't have a butcher anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Find that person that's in charge and and tell them what you're looking for, because honestly, they want to help you. They might have some stories they want to tell you or some stuff in the back they want to bring out and show you. Um, That's the way that uh, you want to start. And if you can get to a a butcher shop, you know, like uh, around Kansas City, we've got some great ones. I mean, Fairway, which used to be McGonagall's. You got Bickelmeyer's. Um, you've, you've got some, some great butcher shops you can hit, uh, and then you can shop online too, right? The, the internet and especially with COVID has given us e-commerce and the ability to buy briskets. Um, probably since the last time we talked, uh, I've been employed at Creekstone now, which is actually the briskets that I've used for, for ages in my cooking. Uh, and I'm in marketing over there now and, and we've got, you know, those available on our e-commerce. So Andy, what's the, what's the uh, website for Creekstone Creek, Creek Farms? What's the website for that? Yeah, Creekstonefarms.com will get you right to Well, us. that's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> for you for you just tuning in, we're talking with Andy Groneman. He's been part of the competition barbecue world for 20 year, 23 years on Barbecue Radio Nation. Dan, you had a question for Andy. So I wanted to go back to the whole, uh, uh, like, choosing the right brisket and you said something about if it if it's if it bends or if it has a little bit of uh, a little bit more texture to it, it's not so, so quite so stiff does that mean that it's been wet aged a little bit or is it the different kind of beef that it you know that it's coming off of a different uh, a different animal so there's probably a few things there really dan first mm-hmm. uh, it may have had some age on it um it, we used to see that pretty regularly right if briskets have become a lot more popular so they're not sitting around in the cases long but usually by the time they hit the the grocery store they might have 10 or 15 days on them and if they sat in the in the cooler at the grocery store for another week or two uh as, as they were waiting for somebody to come in and get them you'd have you know almost a month of wet age on them now wet aging since you brought that up you know that those enzymes that are kind of alive and kicking in that brisket in the cryovac, uh, the longer that they have in there, they're starting to break down the protein and they're creating tenderness. So the longer that we can give that up to a point, we don't want the pH of the whole roast to change and then it'll go sour, but uh, you you'll get that tenderness uh, from that aging process. But in general, how the animal was treated has a, a pretty big play in that. Uh, if you can look on the packaging and, and learn a little bit about the the product, it will give you some information there. So usually Black Angus uh, holds up really well, has great palatability, uh, good flavor, and, and it has that marbling that's going to give us the moisture and tenderness that we want if that animal was humanely treated. So if the program that it is coming out of uh, – treated it well from kind of farm all the way to to the kill floor uh that's really going to get you tenderness as well if the animal's stressed uh if they've you know had issues on the way to to get into our table uh that's going to tighten those muscles up and and give you a tougher product as well so we kind of look for all of those things to come together and you get a nice tender flavorful product whether it's aging or whether it's the genetics in the animal uh, or whether it's how it was treated. 
You know, Andy, I got to tell you, I've got a lot of aging on me, and there's just no tenderness at all. So I, I don't. I, he's as soft as a, uh, yeah. as a as a old peach. Blame yeah. it on COVID. Blame it. I'm a long haired. Yeah, yeah, I'm a long-haired softy with lots of ages on me. Uh, so yeah, we, I was going to say softness and tenderness don't equate to the same thing. <laughs> so we've got about one minute left. So Andy, if you've got a, let's say a pretty big brisket, uh, like a whole Packard, how much fat do you trim off that? I'm going to take probably about a third of the weight of that off of there. So first thing I'll do is just lob the whole point off uh, and take all the fat off of that. It's got a ton of fat inside it. And for me, you know, quintessential Kansas City brisket, that point's going to become burn ends. So it gets lobbed off so that I can turn it into burn ends. The flat, I'm going to leave about a quarter inch of fat on that entire side. Uh, so I'll remove a couple of the big mounds of fat that are there. So it's probably, you know, three or four pounds of fat that get removed as part of that initial process. But I leave about a quarter inch on the flat so I can cook it fat side down. And then I take that point and just clean it completely. Well, Andy, you had me at burn ends. Okay, just so you know, you had me at burn ends. So we're taking talking to Andy Groneman. Uh, you can check out uh, Creek Stone Farms and also on Facebook. We'll have more details about that coming up next on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius, along with our engineer, Kyle, our producer, T-Bone. Mandy's sitting in with us. Hi, Mandy. And, of course, our co-host and barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. We're talking today with Andy Groneman. Uh, Literally, he's got so many barbecue championships that we, if I read them all off, it would take the entire segment. I mean, it's just so many of them, Uh, including 25 grand championship titles. He's got his team, Smoke on Wheels, their barbecue team. And, of course, you can check out some of his stuff. On Facebook at Smoke on Wheels, on Instagram at SOWBBQ, which stands for Smoke on Wheels Barbecue. And of course, he works now at Creek Stone Farms. And just check that out at CreekStoneFarms.com. Andy, uh, Dan, and you guys were having this great discussion about the brisket. And where are we at now, Dan? Okay, so we've we've talked about trimming it out, getting, you know, getting the right amount of fat off it and getting it ready to, to prep. 
And, you know, general, a lot of, generally a lot of times people will use some sort of binder with the, with the rub or, or that sort of thing. And I've, I've always prefer, you know, preferred using mustard, you know, yellow mustard mm. or something fancy. But I know that Andy, you know, probably has his own way of doing it. So I kind of wanted to pick his brain on what his process is when he gets that brisket ready to season and ready to go on the cooker. And then we'll talk about time and temperature. By the way, Andy, I should let you know that Dan's taking notes. So at the next competition, if it <laughs> if it tastes incredibly like yours, well, we'll kind of know what happened. Well, that means I'll probably be all right. Dan, Dan and I are pretty good at self-sabotage competitions. We, <laughs> it doesn't take much for us to solve that problem on its own. Uh, we're, we're, the, but, we're, you know, we're, the, we're the two guys you get us together and then... And, and, trouble usually happens <laughs> our, our wives are super proud let me tell so you proud. So, proud. <laughs> so yeah i mean so i usually i like mustard and then i'll usually take some some beef base and blend that into the mustard uh it th- gives it a little bit more thickness so it'll stick to that uh brisket really well and so, essentially cold meat and rub don't get along. So you use that binder to help that rub initially stick. So the salt in the rub is going to start to, uh, you know, pull in and, and pull that flavor in to the meat. Um, and so I, I like to add that little bit of beef base. It also adds a little bit more salt, which on a big cut like that isn't going to hurt anything. Do you think that the beef base, uh, uh will it make, give it extra color or, or what does that do to it exactly? Yeah, I think it adds a little bit of color, and I also think it helps the bark set up. Okay, so you're talking like a like a better than bouillon type of paste beef. You paste. got it. Yeah, that exactly. stuff is really good. I've I've done that on whole chickens, and it, it to do chicken soup, and you rub a whole chicken with better than bouillon chicken paste, man, and then roast it off. It's now, now really is that good. a is that a thin layer or kind of a thick layer? What's the best way to do just, it? You just scoop it out like a big old dollop of hair gel, and just. All over the brisket. Okay, you're talking to a guy that doesn't have hair on top of his head, oh, so that's yeah. a little insultive. Too, too soon, huh? I have it down in my back because <laughs> of COVID. Too soon. <laughs> Happened 30 years ago. I'm sorry, Andy. Proceed. So, sorry, Andy. <laughs> my, my partner with the receding hairline was- had to make a joke about me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm feeling it. So if I put the better than bullion on top of my head, will I grow hair? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Put some rub exactly. on it. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, so, 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 we, we, yeah, so we get that on there and I use like 50-50 yellow mustard beef bouillon base uh, and mix that together, rub that all over thin layer. And then, you know, from a rub perspective, it, it's really open to whatever you like, right? So you can go straight up, you know, black pepper and salt and a little garlic powder, maybe a little onion powder, or you can get... Uh, a little more exciting with your flavors and add some chili into that and those kind of things or celery. Um, probably my two favorite go-to brisket rubs are either Plowboys Barbecue's Bovine Bold or Our Butts Are Smoking Our Beef Rub. One of them's got that nice chili and I love barbecue. I love barbecue names. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody's got some some cool ones. Uh, but the, and that Plowboys has a really nice celery in it that sticks out so you get that celery note which i like on my brisket so now andy do you ever do injections yeah uh typically though for competitions i'll worry about injection because those judges you know you need to get them the one bite uh that tells them everything kind of a mentality but for backyard eating I, you know, that's a lot of, that sounds like work to me. I'd rather <laughs> do beer than inject. Uh, Cause you're going to serve that up. You know, they're going to eat a whole sandwich full or a pile of it. So they're going to get 
the fat and the crust and all of it in, in, you know, a a half pound of meat on their Mm -hmm. plate. So I don't typically inject if I'm cooking at home, uh, but for the judges, yeah, absolutely. Do you think that, uh, the injection adds more flavor or more, more moisture at the end? It definitely adds more moisture. Yeah. Uh, it probably intensifies whatever flavor that you have. Uh-huh. Um, so whatever you're going for, it'll help with that. But it, it typically adds more moisture because whether it's, and you don't have to necessarily use a uh, powdered injection. You can just inject with something as simple as beef stock and uh, a little bit of the rub that you're using, or even a little hot sauce in there if you want to give it a little kick. But if, if you use any of the, the powdered injections that you can get, you can probably pick those up at the Kansas City Barbecue Store. <laughs> you sure, you uh, sure can. You sure oh, can. Man. Um, you so- can uh, what that'll do for you is that'll actually let those phosphates denature the protein and it will hold more moisture. So if you were worried about a dry brisket, those are are nice for that. So you you can essentially take, say a choice brisket that not necessarily doesn't have a a lot of fat in it, pump it full of those, you know, the, the powder based phosphate injections, and you can actually get it to chew and have the same texture as say a prime or a Wagyu. Yeah. You can get that, extra moisture content and an extra texture cool. uh, for sure with that. So it, it's a, it's a nice crutch. Uh, if you, if you're stuck with a product that maybe you didn't want, so say you don't find that perfect brisket we were talking about, you get to the store and there's, there's two in there and one of them's frozen and, and 14 pounds and no fat to be seen. You can inject the heck out of it and, and turn it into something decent. So we're talking with Andy Gronerman. He's Smoke on Wheels barbecue team here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Andy, unfortunately, this has been so educational. We got less than three minutes. Let's get this thing on the smoker and kind of get us to the finish line, if you would. Yeah, so that's the easy part, right? You got your uh, <laughs> you got your pit running at say two and a quarter to two fifty, somewhere in that nice kind of low and slow range, and then. I put the brisket on and I'm looking for color at the point that it gets that nice dark red color, which for me, it depends on the picture you're using too. If it's pellet or stick uh, or even like a charcoal barrel type cooker, uh, typically the less airflow in the pit, the the darker it gets quicker. So for my pellet pit, you know, I'm going to have that thing at about six hours ready to wrap in, in a stick burner, it might be four hours. And then I'm going to wrap it. As soon as I get to the color I want, I'm not even worried about temperature yet. And I'm going to cook it until I get to around 200 degrees. And then I'm going to start probing for tenderness. And once it gets to that probe tender, where it's like a hot blade into soft butter, uh, which usually between 200, 205, um, I'm going to pull that thing off and let it rest for a good half hour and then uh, slice it and, and allow all of the uh, neighbors to be completely amazed. <laughs> or or don't invite them and let them smell it as it's been barbecuing <laughs> and make them hate you. Um, and I'm sure that happens on a pretty regular basis. Um, and, and what kind of thermometer do you like to use? Um, by the way, we have a drinking game. If we ever say thermometer, the person has to chug whatever they're drinking. But what kind of thermometer do you like to use when you're doing this? So typically just a thermopin or a thermopop is great. It's just got that nice uh, small probe right into the meat, gives you a good, uh, a good gauge on temp and feel. Well, uh, we cannot thank you enough for being on the show. Andy Groneman, if 
obviously Andy could go an hour easily talking about just the brisket alone, but but you everybody listening just got a crash course on this, and it's so good, it's so informative. Um, you can check out Andy Groneman on Facebook with Smoke on Wheels. Um, check him out there. Also on Instagram at S O W B B Q, and of course his company that he works for CreekStoneFarms.com. That's CreekStoneFarms.com. Check out that website. Andy, once again, thanks for being on the show. Coming up next, we're going to be talking to Dan as we're going to be talking about the growing of barbecue in America. Andy, I think, knows something about that, too. Andy Groneman, thanks again for being on the show. We'll be talking <laughs> thanks, to guys. Thank you. We'll be talking to Dan next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I want to thank one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits. They've got both commercial and now residential smokers that even a barbecue hack like me can barbecue a brisket like Andy was telling us and do a good job. Maybe you need to think about getting one. Oh, I'm going to get one. Okay. And then I will be the envy of my... Well, I'm not on a cul-de-sac. I can't afford a cul-de-sac, but I will be an envy of the neighborhood. Our weekly radio station and shout out goes to a brand new affiliate WQTC FM The Rock on the Shore Q102 playing classic rock out of Manitowoc Wisconsin. <laughs> it almost worked. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, I have been trying to say this town because we love all of our radio stations. Manitowoc Wisconsin. Manitowoc. Whoops, do that again, T-Bone. Manitowoc. Yeah. Good enough. What she said. Yeah. So out of Wisconsin, we're very, thank you so much for joining us on Barbecue Radio Nation. Their website, by the way, which I do not have to spell out the, the, the town because that one's a tough one. It, oh, you're going to hit the button? Nope. Okay. Uh, WQTCFM.com. We want to thank Terry Stevenson and Jim Medley for bringing us on again. The Rock on the Shore, Q102 up in Wisconsin. Thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Manitowoc. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's no Kia cook. That's, uh, well, we got that one down. Oh, I, my apologies, because last week I Kia mispronounced Kia cook. 
But it's Kia Cook, right? No, Cuck. Cuck. Like hockey puck. Oh. Kia Cuck. Kia Cuck. You know. Don't you know? Can, can I love all of our radio stations, but can we start adding like Seattle or Salt Lake City <laughs> or something I, that I can I, pronounce? You know, you just hit Seattle right now. Just that was like a one in a million. Pro- you got that right. The problem. So <laughs> <laughs> the problem has something to do with the host, folks. Just, just well, we all know that. So our Kansas City Barbecue Store product spotlight this week, which, by the way, you can purchase at the Kansas City BBQ Store dot com. I thought this was interesting. It's the Kansas. It's a, it's your own name product here. Oh. Buddy, it's the Kansas City BBQ store fire starters. Um, 20 starters, only $4.99. It says, Let us light your fire. Talk about those. Uh, so, these are a great product that I actually have uh, private labeled for the store. They're made from recycled cardboard. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's renewable. Sure. And uh, yeah, they're, they're great little fire starters. They start fire so that's uh what they're supposed to do. fire good fire barbecue good, burn bad may barbecue month fire <laughs> <Right>. good <laughs> but again 20 starters only 4.99 and you can get them at the kansas city bbq store.com and this being uh barbecue month of may you know we've been talking about this the explosion of barbecue in america is just unbelievable uh dan and i you you and i were talking last week to a guest and we were talking about how our parents used to get barbecue to go at a local place called haywards oh, man. and yeah. it's it's a total coincidence that you living way out south and me kind of living in the burbs yeah. that our parents went to the same barbecue restaurant and got food to go and then you know 40 years later okay in your case 30 years later we run into each other but but, you know, I grew up eating the ribs and my dad fixing T-bone steaks. And that was a long time ago. And now it's just like every year, more barbecue. I hear uh, talk on TV. Um, the guys on ESPN will be talking about some city, you know, Memphis or wherever. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, they got some great barbecue there and all the different cities. But it's just exploding in America. It's so much fun. Well, it has. And, and instead of it just being a regional thing, it's it's. It's all over the country. Everywhere. I mean, you can see it in competitions. You can see it in all the different restaurants that are opening up in the Northeast and in the Northwest. And, and you know, there's just, barbecue is just, it's become really America's cuisine. It instead is. Of just like a regional thing. Yes. You know, I mean, that's kind of what we're known for. And, you know, growing up in Kansas City, like I did and, and like you did, you know that, man, everywhere you go, there's barbecue. Oh. And, and you yeah. know, I've. Growing up, we ate barbecue, you know, you know, a lot of places, you know, maybe if you live in, in the Southwest, you know, when you go out for family dinner, it's, you know, you go to a great Mexican restaurant, you know, but in Kansas city, it's, you go to your favorite barbecue restaurant or you, or you get barbecue to go, like we were talking about last week and barbecue has provided me with a lot of great memories and, and it's actually provided me with a great, you know, a, a great life. And, and, and I owe a lot of, a lot to a very simple cooking procedure well know? we it's, we it's crazy we know your wife jackie would not have looked at you second if you didn't know how to do a brisket so <laughs> i don't that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> but you know the, the the growth is everywhere and we one week we recorded down in emporia kansas down at the radio station down there they were nice enough to let them let us borrow their studio and i'm driving you know i'm trying to find the studio and i look over and there's a barbecue restaurant right there and so we got done doing the show and i went over there and it was billy sims barbecue i'll give him a free plug mm-hmm. and i've 
eaten there twice now and both times delicious, but it's just like everywhere we go. Now, I, one little thing before we get back to you, Dan, is a lot, I know a lot of towns don't have a lot of barbecue or maybe one barbecue restaurant. And that's kind of where we come in is or like Andy Groneman last segment is to teach people like, OK, if you don't have a bunch of barbecue restaurants to go to, well, you can get over to whatever store you can buy your meats and we're going to try to do everything we can to make people a better barbecue at home. Um, and of course, you save a little money doing that. But we want you to support the joints too, all the barbecue joints. Absolutely. And you know, a lot of small towns, they will have that one guy that has a small barbecue joint, you know, especially in, in the can in Kansas and Missouri, you, you, every little town has a, has a barbecue joint. And if you don't, you should have one. You so, should have so one. So get to practice it. <laughs> well, no, but like you said, barbecue is, is super available to everybody, you know, cause it, it's not, it's, it doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. You, you see these things on TV, you, you, you read a lot and you see these big giant rigs that, you know, $10,000 trailer cookers to cook competition barbecue. You don't need that. You need a Weber kettle. You need a pellet cooker. You need something very simple, a little bit of time and a lot of want to, and you can make world-class barbecue even in your backyard. Well, you know, my, my buddy, um, Heather and Russ Bacon, ironically, that is their last name, Bacon, and I've talked about them before on the show, but they've got a little bar in Holton, Kansas, and of course they serve food, but on Saturdays, they've got a local guy who smokes them up some ribs that are just out of this world. I took home a slab one night, and what he does is he's got them on hand, and then if somebody comes in and they wanted them heat up, he's got a smoker right there, and he throws it on there, gets it to temperature, you know, ready to serve. But I mean, just in a little town like Holton, Kansas, you may not have a barbecue restaurant, but you got a bar that's doing barbecues on, uh, on Saturday and he sells out every, well, and, every Saturday he sells out his ribs. And if you're cooking barbecue in that sort of setting and it's, and it's good, you will develop a following because people love barbecue. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost to, a, it, it's almost an addictive thing when it comes <laughs> down to it because you find that one, that one brand or that, that one joint that you love to go to or you know that one sauce that you like to put on everything and you you kind of develop your palate off of that those flavors you know when you first get started in barbecue and so and at that point the possibilities are endless when it comes to rub and sauce and everything else especially with the the internet you can buy anything you know you talk about addictive and my addiction i will openly admit it I'm, i'm starting to go to meetings brisket Really? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm. My name's Dan, and I'm a rib. I'm a rib addict, <laughs> and uh, I'm. I will admit it, but it, it didn't pay off this last weekend. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, life is not about all home runs. Well, you know, know, sometimes yeah. you got to. We, we were swinging for the fences, and they threw us a curveball. Well, so, you know, did you get a double? No, single. We, we got hit with a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> and had to sit out the rest of the game. Well, you got hit with a pitch, and then you ran after the pitcher and tried yeah. to fight him, and well, that was not smart. We would have been a lot better <laughs> off in that spot. <laughs> T-Bone, what, what's your barbecue addiction? Uh, ribs. Ribs? See? Okay. Yeah. Same team. Not, I'm, I'm going to do ribs. <laughs> nothing against ribs. I love ribs. Trust me. I love ribs. But I don't know. There's something so addictive about brisket and well-made brisket. I mean, I literally, I have a habit of do what my friend does is when I eat brisket, I will um- um, I make that um sound. <laughs> um, Mandy over there is nodding her head. She goes, I, I know what you're talking I'll eat it and I go, hmm, hmm, yeah. you know. There is something very, very special about a brisket that's cooked to perfect And then they asked me to leave the restaurant. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm making too much noise. <laughs> but creepy I, guy in the corner. I don't think that's nice because I'm umming their brisket. 
By the way, just mentioned uh, Andy Groderman. I want to thank him for being on the show. Andy has been part of the competition barbecue world for 23 years, a second generation cook. And check him out, Smoke on Wheels Barbecue Time, or I'm sorry, Barbecue Team. And uh, Dan, as always, love talking with you and love talking about the explosion of barbecue in America. It's going gangbusters. Your store, yeah. you, you guys have had the best year ever in 2020. So uh, be sure to, speaking of the store, check it out, the KansasCityBBQStore.com which you can get our May barbecue sauce of the month. That's Tim and Todd's excellent barbecue sauce, only $5.99, named best sauce on the planet at the 2010 American Royal. And next week, we're going to be talking about teaching the kids oh, man, that's barbecue. Fun. And you got three daughters. Oh, and they all love barbecue. And so we're going to get them right. We want everybody to get their kids going. Yeah. Uh, and of course, safety first. Right. So get them, get them big Weber gloves like I bought at the store when Dan wasn't there. And you you want to get those, but check them out. We're going to be talking about bringing up the kids right on barbecue. That's going to be happening next week. And of course, like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation for engineer Kyle and producer T-Bone and my partner in barbecue crime and barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. I'm Dave Kias. Thank you for listening to Barbecue Radio Nation. We'll see you next week. And what can I say? Happy barbecuing. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com.